Good morning, Rav Kivalevich. I want to start off by saying that uh, I don't answer everybody. You know, not a, I, I don't, every if I would answer every angry email that comes to Teresa Vigda, I think it would be a full-time job. And uh, in general, I don't feel like I have to be uh, the uh, lawyer of Rabbi Miller. He passed away 20 years ago. And, uh, you know, but I'm, I'm, I'm just, you know, you called me up and you told me about the podcast and you asked for a response. So I'm like a toiva for you. I gained a lot from you and I respect you. So I'm going to give a response. Um, but I, I'm not going to get sucked into a whole debate here. You know, I don't want to go back and forth. I'm, I'm sending one response and uh, it's not going to go any further. So if you want to have the last word on it, you want to take my response and respond to that. You're welcome. Go ahead. Um, I want to say before I listened to the podcast, I was a little bit apprehensive here because uh, with a name like Rizcha Daira I was afraid, I, I don't know, I'll be torn to shreds here. But Lamaisa, I listened to it and it was very Hashem, was very nice and very respectful and very toned down. So, you know, it was, you know, Rav Bechafer didn't, he sounded very nice. He didn't sound threatening at all. Um, so I hope I'll be able to, in my response, also be as nice and respectful. I don't have as much experience as you guys. I'll try my best. Um, and before I get to my response, uh, I want to say, Rabbi Kivalovich, that I agree with you. Um, you said that uh, not everything that's on Toyosavik.org should be on the internet. I'm masking with you. And uh, that's why I just want to make a correction. You said that I'm the main writer for Toyosavik.org. I'm the boss over there. It's not uh, in Gansen Emis. You know, I'm, I'm the main editor, but there's a main writer and there's another another editor. So, you know, it's not it's not it's not a one man band. Some people think that you know, there's somebody there typing out tapes. Everything goes through a lot of people. Every decision is made. The uh, COVID rush, maybe not the COVID rush that you would appreciate, but there's different there's different. So when it comes to a change of policy, we have a board of directors. And the policy is set by them. So even though there are things on the internet that I would like to take off of there, um, I have to wait until the board approves it. And I keep trying to bring it up at different meetings, and it's it's, it's going to happen one day, Metzeshem. I hope. You know, I hope I'll be able to get them to to see my side of it and 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 to agree to take off certain things from the internet. So that was that. This was all a hakdama that uh, I enjoyed, was very nice and respectful, and I, I agree with you, Eric Kivalevitz, on, on the point that you brought out. Um, now, now we begin the response, okay? So, I think there are three different things I want to address. Um, part one is the Holocaust. Part two was the general critique that you gave, which I started addressing. I say that I'm, I'm asking with you to a certain extent. And then part three of my response would be uh, something else, you know, how I look at Bechal, at people criticizing Teresa Vigdor. So first of all, to the, to, the, to, the, to, the, to the Holocaust, I made notes as I was listening. And the first thing I believe that Rav Bechafer said, B'Shem Hezbal Zechavrisa, was, why are we always blaming others? Why are we blaming other people? And uh, this isn't the first time I'm hearing this, because uh, a couple of years ago, actually in Newark, 
uh, over there in yeshiva, somebody attacked me with that question. Like, why are you blaming them? And why is it all about them? What about us? So the answer to me is that that's actually, I don't look at it as them and us. Rav Miller said it was a, it was a, a wholesale abandonment of the Torah by the Jewish people. There's no secular Jews and religious Jews. It's not two different groups. The, re- the Jewish people abandon the Torah. You're either Jewish or you're not. You, you don't. You can't sign. You know, there's no, there's no, there's no, you know, application that you're given. Okay, Hashem, I want to be considered a secular Jew. You're Jewish. Hashem considers you Jewish. You do an aver. You go to Gehenim. Whether you consider yourself religious, you could consider yourself traditional. <laughs> we're Jewish people, we're all Jewish people. And, um, you know, Rav Miller himself had friends that became secular. Even me, in, in 2020, I have a classmate who is a very close friend of mine, who is today completely secular. And so should I say, well, he's secular? No, he's my classmate, he's my friend. We're, we're both the same Jews, we're both Jewish, we grew up together. So I, I don't I don't look at it as as we're blaming a different political party or we're it's not Judaism is not a political party Judaism is we're a family and we all together need to keep the Torah and the mitzvahs so it's not that we are blaming them they are blaming us it's the way I look at it the next point that was raised was that there was certain gedolim let's say Rav Teichtal for instance who said that the Holocaust cannot be explained. So, you, I, I don't see any kasher from that, because uh, less man the palik that uh, the Sat Meruf was a bar plikta of, the, of Rav Teichtal. So, if he could say that it couldn't be explained, and the Sat Meruf said it could be explained, so, so we have a machloikis. So, some say that it could be explained, some say it can't be explained. Uh, but those who say that it could be explained, have a shtarket I mean, Rav uh, Miller holds says... Uh, that we can't ignore the lessons. If Hashem was ready to expend so much Jewish blood, he, can't, he didn't do it so that we should shrug our shoulders and say, We don't know, we don't understand. He held Faket, you can't do that. Like the Gmurim Sechtes Baruch who lost all those barrels of wine. And the Chachum came to him and they said, Which Avayi did you do? He said, What? You choshed me? He said, I don't understand. And you're choshed Hashem? Hashem that Hashem is going to do So, uh, you know, that's, that's, that's the tzad that's the that it could be explained. And next, Rabbi Chaf raised an interesting point. He said, where was the nevuah? Yemi Anavi came. Yishai Anavi, Yemi Anavi. Yoyna Anavi came to Ninveh. Over here, where, who was the Navi? So, I just have to, I, I really don't want to say this, but I really, I feel like I have to say it, that to mention Jabotinsky in this context is crude and ugly, to borrow a phrase from you. Um, so, if you got that, good. If you don't, let's move on. So, the, when, but, but, but the, the question was, why didn't Hashem send a Navi to warn us? The Toichichah. So the answer is that if you look in the in the psikim over there, it says that in Tarchi Amikeri, 
if you're going to say that everything's natural, so Hashem Midekenegin Midah is going to say, well, Hitler owes to power. Hitler owes to power. It wasn't Hashem. It happened. I'll hide my face from you. So you want to know how come he didn't send a Navi to let us know that he's hiding? If he's hiding, he's hiding. So I don't, I don't see the cash in that. And then one final thing on the Holocaust here it was mentioned that uh, Miller holds the anti-Semitism as a message from Hashem. I want to bring out it's not it's, it's mashma that it was like an opinion, something that Miller once dreamt, and he he holds that any anti-Semitism is a message from Hashem. No, if you look at his forum and if you listen to his shiurim, you'll see that it was something it was a shita that he based on sources. So you can't just shrug it off as oh, well. Rabbi Miller holds that anti-Semitism is, is a message from Hashem. It's a it's a valid Torah opinion that anti-Semitism is a message from Hashem. And if you want to bring a different source that argues on that, I hear, I'm ready, I'm ready to hear. You want to see, bring me a Ramban, a Rajba, or something? So, uh, or even a Rav Shach, uh, you know, you want to bring me uh, some type of valid source, I'm ready to listen. But as long as you don't, it's time to say that Ramila was a Ramila's opinion. You know, it's not, it's not, and, and which, which kind of leads into the, the, Second part of my feedback here about the general critique. I think that a lot of this general critique is going to fade away if you if you if you come with an open mind. If you're ready to listen to what Ramila has to say, if you read through his forum and you listen to his shiurim, I think you you, you know if you it, it, anybody that that opens up the Torah. You open up the Torah, there's a lot of things that are going to seem crude and ugly to you. I just learned this morning, I learned the Mishnah Masech Tesmach is Avches, where it says over there that if a, a, a father was spanking his son and he died, or a rabbi was hitting his Talmud and he died, and the Mishnah discusses it. Somebody comes out of the street and, and, and listens to this Mishnah, it's like Hashem Mishnah, you're coming from the New York Times liberalism and you you listen to such a Mishnah, it's, it's crude, it's ugly. But then we have to remind ourselves that if you look in the Torah, the Torah uses those words to describe uh, homosexuality. It's ugly, it's disgusting, the Torah says. So we have to realize that there are certain things in the Torah that are diametrically opposed to the hashkafa of Americanism and liberalism. And it's not about adjusting the Torah to our minds, it's about opening our minds and letting it adjust to the Torah. So I think, you know, a lot of, a lot of that, if somebody is, is ready to be mekabel, a lot of it just fades away. And now I, I have to mention also, you said that you look into Savigdi, you say he was, he was, he was, uh, he, he was uh, not a good citizen, he said that the Goyim has nothing to add. So I disagree with that concept. That's just, uh, I listened to thousands of hours of Rabbi Miller speaking. I read all of his books, and I don't think he was a bad citizen. And I don't think that he looked down on the Goyim. He definitely looked up to the Eden. He looked up a lot. But to say that he looked down to the Goyim, I think he would have very much respected the... Um, immigrant population that we have today 
they have va- family values and they work hard. And he, he spoke about this a lot. And, you know, he was always very polite to Goyim. So I don't, I don't, I, I disagree with that, that he would, I mean, he said, you know, in Slobotka, they would never call a Goya Shegitz because Shegitz means disgusting and Goya is not disgusting. He has a Talmud Akim. So I, I just, that's, that's, that's a point that I just disagree with. So, uh, that ends our Holocaust critique and our general critique. And um, now I just want to mention my own point over here. Uh, you know, I started off saying that uh, there wasn't very much rischa in this, in this podcast. You know, I was expecting much more. So it, it was very respectful. So I'm not talking about this podcast uh, right now. I just want to mention briefly the Gemara sure you know, it was just in Dafiyoimi. There was somebody who spoke against the Amoy Shmuel after he passed away. Which means his skull was smashed in a very horrible way. So I, I, I just I just want to bring out that in this when 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 we try to adjust the gedolim the to our minds instead of adjusting our minds to the gedolim, we have to be careful. It's it's a it's a it's you know it's it's very tempting to 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 get up there and say look you know uh, I I I also read through Marin Nevuchem and Chayvus Alvavus and even I finished Chas so you know so so he's a godol so maybe I'm also a godol so we have to be very very careful you know Chachum is Ari B'Devrachem is Ari B'Gechalt B'Gechaltam Shalotikova all these things we have to be very careful when it comes to 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 dealing. We have to be very careful. Now, obviously, you'll ask, uh, who's a gadol? Who says that he's a gadol? So, I, I need a, I need to end off here. I have a. Okay, I'll say, I'll say it quickly. I, I, you know, I'm a, I'm a shtikel a litvak. As much as I'm a chusid, and I wear a vasazakun and a rishvoke and a gamtel avish. But uh, I, I, I like to think of myself that I'm a kind the tzavu of Avig Demela who said you should have the shittis hamisr and the dark achsidim, which is that you know the brain should follow with the you know the moyach should be with the with the shittis hamisr, but your life should be with the dark achsidim. You, you should be in the mahalach achayim should be like the achsidim. So. Um, so, but Alt Litvak, this is not mitzad my chasidishkeit, mitzad my litvishkeit, I was having an argument once with a very close friend of mine. We were busy debating what's chasidis, what's chasidis, is chasidis learning Kabbalah, is chasidis, uh, what exactly is chasidis, what is the chidish Finally, he got tired of me, he tells me, listen, you come to my Rebbe's Tish for four Friday nights in a row, you come dance by Tish until 3 in the morning. And then let's see if you have any kashas. What is chasidus? Who cares what chasidus is? You just come. You experience that experience and then tell me if you still have any kashas. So I, I, I liked his answer very much because it, it's not about, it's not, you know, we, we, we very often we get so hung up on the uh, scientific 
you know, method on the on the. Let's find sources and let's. Well, where does it say? What, what makes you qualify as a gadol? At the end of the day, there's something to having your own experience, and I can tell you, I heard from hundreds of people who told me Rav Avigdor Melech changed my life. He revolutionized my Yiddishkeit. He changed my relationship with Hashem. He changed my relationship with other Jews. He made me learn. He made me daven. I heard this from so many, so many people that, you know, it's it's very hard for me to 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 hear somebody sitting on it, you know, sitting on his uh, on his recliner and saying, "Oh, who is Rav Avigdor Melech?" It's like. <laughs> You have a tiny, you, have, you know, you want to, you want to, you want to stay home. You want to stay home, like the Chabadzki say, "Tamuru kitoy vavaye." You know, come, come, taste it. Come, listen to Shir. Come, read his books, and then we'll see. Then we'll see if you're still a man da'ama bechlal. But uh, just to sit at home and say, "Who says?" and I disagree, and I agree. Uh, to sound, I don't feel like I have to respond to that. Thanks so much for listening. It's 17 minutes. You know, I took for my time to record it, but that's my time to record my zachin. So I appreciate you listen the whole, you know, to the whole recording. And uh, call to.